Hi guys, and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. How are you guys doing? Is everyone having a great day? I know I'm having an amazing day. Why? Because my hair is on fucking fleek. I look amazing, okay? My hair has never been healthier. My hair has never been better, actually. And that inspired this week's episode. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you guys through my hair journey. If you guys don't know, I changed my hair so frequently back from brown to blonde to blonde to brown to extensions to no extensions to bangs to to no bangs. I constantly changed my hair. I don't even think I should have hair at this point because it is so damaged and I don't even know how I got away with coloring my hair so many times and it being okay. But I do know I have some holy grail products that I'm going to tell you guys about that helped literally save my hair. But on this episode, I'm going to dive into how I felt at each hair color, what inspired each hair color, and I'm giving you guys a play-by-play by my hair colors. So I think this is also a really important episode because I think we all can post on social media and make ourselves look happy, but we never really say what's going on behind closed doors, really. I mean, like, who's going to go on Instagram and be like, I'm suffering with depression? Not many people. But the thing is, I think we should normalize that a little bit more. We're human beings and our lives are not always perfect. So one thing I also really want to do in this episode is let you guys in on how I was feeling at all points of my life. These hair colors were just staples in those time periods of my life. So I'm going to be really open and honest with you guys in this episode, as well as take you down my hair journey and everything that's happened to my hair. My friend actually suggested I do this episode that I just go through and I talk about why I dyed my hair this color, what I felt like when I had this kind of hair, And it's just, like, not my personality to stick to one simple hair color. Like, I'm always having to change up my hair. Let's be open and honest with each other. Because I'm sure you guys have seen my Instagram and you're like, she's thriving, she looks so good. But deep down inside, I could have been actually miserable. So I'm just going to let you guys in on what I was feeling each hair color and how it impacted my life. And we're just going to talk all about my hair. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you guys my holy grail hair products that I use now to keep my luscious blonde locks in place, ladies and gentlemen, because I bleach my hair so much that... If I didn't have these products, I don't know if I could survive. Let's first go into the extensions. Okay, I've mentioned in the past that I've had extensions, and I mentioned in the past how I actually would have went to jail for murdering the lady that did my extensions. She completely ripped out half of my head of hair, and I was genuinely bald at the end of the extensions. Okay, but let's talk about how my life was during the extensions, what made me get extensions, all of that stuff. So... I just hated the way my hair looked before I got extensions. I just like didn't really like it. It was really dull. It was really boring. I just didn't love it. Also, I was in a really bad relationship and I was trying to change every single thing on the outside of my appearance to kind of just feel something on the inside of me. Well, it's kind of deep, but like I was changing all parts of my life 
besides the relationship, which was the one I really needed to change and, like, get out of that bad relationship. But instead, I was like, I'm going to get extensions because I cannot cope with breaking up with my boyfriend right now. So I'm just going to stay miserable and get hair extensions and hope that that plays out when in the long run I should have just, like, broke up with him. But instead, I just did some crazy shit to my hair. I look back and I'm like, yeah, I truly don't know why I wanted those. I don't, it was like a weird phase, I guess. Like I said, I really just think I was trying to do anything to take away from the pain that I was feeling on the inside. I was like trying to make anything make me feel better as well as just after I got those extensions, I broke up with him. I was feeling lost. I was feeling confused. I didn't know who I was, you know? After that breakup, I felt like I had invested so much into that other person that I was like, who am I? Like, who is she? You know, I don't even know who I am anymore. I felt completely lost. And then I had a rock with those hair extensions. So, I really liked them when I had them. Now, looking back, I was like, you can see my tracks in every single photo. I look actually bizarre. At the time, I kind of really loved them, and I was like, oh, my God, they're actually kind of cute. I actually really do love them, but now I'm like, damn, what was I thinking? They were stringy. They were weird. They didn't look good, but it's fine. It was one phase of my life that took me to an even better phase of my life, so now... We get into the extension ponytail. I got a cheap-ass ponytail on Amazon for $10. Literally only $10 on Amazon. And I thought I was Ariana Grande. I swear to God. It was like a 24-inch ponytail. It was like, who even needs that long of hair and for what? And it clearly looked fake, but I was rocking it. Every moment I was like, I am that bitch. I will continue to be that bitch. I literally love this ponytail. I don't know why I was like so obsessed with the ponytail, but I loved it. I really only wore it when I was going out to the club and I just think it was so easy for me to throw my hair back into that ponytail and not spend hours like doing other stuff to it and not even loving the end product of it. I think I must have been smoking crack or something to think it was a good idea to wear that ponytail because it didn't really match my hair color. It wasn't really the best, but in my head, I was like, bitch, you're killing it. My friends had ponytails at the time, too, and theirs looked really good and real, but since I had white hair, the white ponytail looked really fake, and it just didn't look the best. And during that point in my life, I was fresh out of a breakup again, like I was, not again, same breakup, and I was going to the clubs a lot, so honest to God, that was actually like a really good time in my life. I was having so much fun, fake ponytail or not, I was really living my best life. Now I look back and I'm like, someone could have told me like just to buy a better one but you know it is what it is I was thriving going out with my girls every single weekend waving that ponytail in the club like nobody's business and truly just living my best life I inspired a lot of other people to get it I will say I think that was like the one of the most swipe ups I had on my story was like where'd you get that ponytail where'd you get that ponytail I was like Amazon can you not tell that this is clearly just fake as hell And I just look back and I'm like, it's not really a vibe for me. But, you know, it was a super fun place in my life. Did it damage my hair? Yes, because I did a slick back ponytail and I ripped the shit out of my hair every time I did that. So, like, that's definitely not a 10 out of 10. But my life at that time was a 10 out of 10. I now take you guys to the iconic blonde bitch hair that I had that changed my life forever. So after the extensions and the ponytail extensions, my hair was completely damaged. And 
I never really liked short hair, never really thought short hair was going to be my thing, but I went to my hairstylist, who is actually the best hairstylist I've ever had, and she is amazing. And no, I will not give you her contact information because she is so hard to get into as it is, and she's not even doing hair right now, and it breaks my absolute heart, but when she comes back, I know her and I are going to kill it with the new hair looks and everything. Basically, I went to her and she was like, listen... Your hair is fucked right now, but don't worry. Just trust me. She didn't even really tell me what she was going to do. She was like, just trust me. Like, just trust me. We love that you're blonde and I'm going to take it even further. And I was crying every single night before that because of how damaged my hair was from those tape and extensions. I was like, nothing can be worse than what my hair looks like right now. Do your thing. Just do your thing. I don't even care at this point. And when I tell you she killed it, she killed it. And she started something that I didn't even know was going to be this big. I have never had more people ask me, who did my hair? How did I get my hair like that than I did when I had that hair? And it really shaped me who I am today. So the iconic blonde bomb bitch look that I did Let's talk about that time in my life, okay? I became a bad bitch with this hair. I elevated every single part of my life with this hair color. I got a new job. I lost a bunch of weight. I had the most amazing time with my friends. I was the happiest I had ever been with that damn hair. I mean, yes, I was still struggling with some other things behind the scenes of all that, but... I was so fucking happy with that hair. Let's talk about it a little bit more. I truly felt like myself. I'm a very bold person. You're like, oh my God, I had no idea. You come on here and talk about the craziest shit. Obviously, we know you're bold. Okay, I get it. I'm insane. I'm bold. I'm crazy. And I never hold anything back. And I have no fucking filter. And that just makes me me. So this hair kind of matched that. It spoke for me when I walked in a room. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, that's her and that's what she's about and I think I matched up to that hair pretty well because I was like, yep, you had anything to say about it? Didn't fucking think so. Keep it moving. I was just so me in that hair. I never felt more like myself than I did with that hair. So I had that hair for eight months. Everybody knew me by this hair. Every, this hair was literally me. Like it was just a symbol of me. I was unstoppable and that's for fucking sure. I regret changing it. It did damage my hair, but... I have some really great products now that I use because I can't have this damaged hair anymore. Like, I, it's not a look. I had damaged hair after this blonde hair for so long. And having that really whitish blonde really did a lot of damage to my hair. And we're going to get into it even more. But also, this time of my life with this blonde hair... I got my comedy shows, which I pitched comedy shows, and the theater picked it up, and I became the director, producer, writer, and I starred in the shows. So I was living my best comedy life, as well as I had the best summer of my life. In June, I had my friend's birthday, our joint birthday, and then my birthday. I was celebrating the whole month at the club. I was never not in the club in June. And then I had a huge concert after that. I got a really great job and fell in love with my job. I truly did. July was awful of shows for me. I was doing all my comedy. So I was actually at my happiest point in my life with that hair. It was just a fucking bad bitch. Damn. Not saying I wasn't in the other times, but this just like really spoke for me. Like, I truly loved this hair. I know I sound insane, but 
telling you guys. I don't know. I truly found myself at this point in my life. I truly found who I was and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to portray myself and how I wanted to be the best version of myself when I was with this hair color. Like, I just knew exactly what I wanted at all points in my life, what I wanted from men, what I wanted from myself, what I wanted from my friends, what I wanted from my career. I knew exactly what I wanted and I just went for it. Like, I never held back and I just fully fucking went for it. I traveled a bunch. I was in Aspen. I was in Florida. I was in California. I broke so many men's heart with that iconic blonde hair. They were all like, damn, bitch, we want to be with you. And I was like, not everybody gets to be with an iconic bitch like me, okay? Fall back. Fall all the way back. Period. I was just my most savage self. And I found love for myself. I can't believe I just said I was my most savage self. I was. You really couldn't tell me shit at that time in my life. Like, you actually couldn't have told me anything. So, like, yeah, damaged the shit out of my hair. And I had everybody being like, your hair is so damaged. Your hair is so damaged. But I was like, but I love myself. So, yeah, my hair is damaged, but I love myself. So, I will continue to damage my hair, but now I have products that save my damaged hair. You're like, why did you change the blonde if you loved it so much? Listen. Life got weird after I changed that blonde hair. So, because it was so damaged, I was like, okay, I'm going to let my roots grow out completely. I'm going to let my hair grow a little bit. I'm just going to let the blonde fade and then go back in and get highlights. So... The faded blonde bob point in my life was also very bizarre. My life started to head downhill once I didn't keep up with that iconic blonde bomb look. So, let me give you an example. In September, my ex fucked me over completely and broke my heart. So, in September, I went through a really, really, really bad heartbreak. And when I tell it, this had to be the worst heartbreak of my entire fucking life. I look back at that and I'm like, I actually don't even know how I got through it. My cousin had just died and my ex came over to talk about it. Some stuff happened between us and we have not spoken since then. And it completely shattered my heart that I trusted someone so much to tell them a bunch of information about myself and express how I was feeling in a really vulnerable time in my life and then to never hear from that person again it was like oh my god that's actually really fucked up that that can happen to people and it completely broke my heart that I had just put myself out there and trusted that same person that had hurt me before because I thought since we had a connection things would be different and it just fucking wasn't and that's okay like I'm not coming on here to be like oh my god he's such a terrible person he is but I'm coming on here to say that's okay. Everything happens for a reason. And this was just the start of my downhill life. So my faded blonde bob look also. I was in and out of the hospital a bunch. They kept thinking I had mono. And I was like, no, I don't think it's mono. I couldn't breathe. And I was having really, really high fevers. And I would drink like four cold brews a day. And I couldn't stay awake. I was really struggling and I didn't know what it was. I was completely worn down. And I went to the hospital twice. They took my blood twice. They gave me a bunch of pills twice. They couldn't figure out what it was. I did x-rays. I did literally everything. It ended up being my IUD was misplaced and I had to get an emergency removal. I was actually terrified and I actually wanted to die in that moment at the gynecologist's office when they were like, we have to do an emergency removal. I'm not even getting into detail with it because it was a really bad story of like how it came out and stuff. But after that, I just remember crying every day for like a week straight because with those IUDs, when they go in, it like stops your hormones. So when you 
take it out, like the hormones that you weren't feeling or stuff like that, it like comes back to you. So I was in an emotional mess. Mind you, my cousin had just passed and my ex had just broken my heart. And then I just got an IUD ripped out of my vagina. I was not living my best life at that point. I was genuinely felt like I was dying. It was because of the faded blonde hair, I swear to God. I don't know what was happening, but I was like, I was really in a lot of pain. A week after that happened, I then went to Florida. Lived it up in Florida and I was feeling so much better, but I was still dealing with a really heavy heartbreak and it was affecting my everyday life and it was so painful to get over and it took a lot of work, but I ended up did getting over that. So then when I got back from Florida, I had an appointment for the day after Halloween to get my hair dyed and all I wanted was highlights that were the same color as my iconic blonde look and I was trusting a new hairstylist. The reason I had to go to a new hairstylist was because my other hair hairstylist went on maternity leave so she could not do my hair. So I was like, fuck it, I will try and find someone in Chicago to do my hair. And it was the worst mistake of my entire life. So I went in, showed this lady a picture of exactly what I wanted. It wasn't hard, I already had the blonde hair, all she had to do was give me highlights. And that was it just highlights and then tone my hair. I wanted to die after I saw the final result. I really did want to die. I'm sorry. I truthfully was ready to murder everybody in the fucking salon. My hair was gray. It wasn't even a pretty gray. I've mentioned the story on the podcast before, but I'm going to get a little bit more into detail. It was the most disgusting color I have ever seen in my entire life. And I do not know how she ended up with that color. I walked out of that salon bawling my eyes out and I called my mom and I was like, mom, I literally can't even live anymore. I want to die. And she was like, you're being so dramatic. And I was like, mom, you don't go from an iconic blonde bitch to a girl with gray hair. It just doesn't happen. That's just not okay. She was like, Livy, you need to calm down. I was like, mom, call the fucking salon right now and tell them I'm getting my lawyers involved if they do not give me a refund. And she was like, your lawyers, like you're insane. I was really pulling out all stops at this point because I was truly miserable about this hair color. I was like, tell them I will get a fucking lawyer involved. I don't even have a lawyer, but I was like, I'm going to find one and get them involved. And she was like, you're mentally ill. Take a step back, go to therapy and I'll call the salon and see what I can do. I was bawling my eyes out. And she calls me back and goes, Yeah, no, they're not giving you a refund. And they said I could go back in and have them change it. And I said, that's the last place I want to go. You think I want to go to the bitch that dyed my hair gray to change it? There's literally no way. And sit in a chair with her. I will fully go to jail for homicide at that point. I don't care. I will go to jail for homicide. So then I left a really mean Yelp review. And I called it a day. I was like, fuck these people. I'm never going to see them again. At that point of my life, things actually were getting a lot better. I was still dealing with that heartbreak. I was definitely healing with it. If you guys listen, you know about my rebound. My rebound was a really interesting point in my life during the gray hair that I had. He came into town for work and I told him he could meet me at the club and he was like, I am not going to the club when I have work tomorrow morning. And I was like, okay, then I'll see you at work tomorrow. But I was also talking to the 40-year-old man that took me on dates and stuff, and I actually kind of liked him a little bit. And so when my rebound was in town, I kind of completely ditched my rebound to hang out with a 40-year-old fucking man. 
oh my god, if my rebound hears that, he's gonna be like, bitch, that's why we couldn't hang out? Yeah. It was because I was in the club with the 40-year-old man. And I was just really living my best life at that point. I was really happy. And I was just living it up. I was still breaking hearts even with that gray-ass fucking hair. And I was just living it up, you know, just doing really good. It was a good time, but it was a bad time. You know what I mean? It was a good time in my life, but it was a bad time because of my hair. I really rocked the slick back bun look during that time of my life because there was really no other hairdo I could have done besides that one that hid the disgusting gray hair. And you're probably like, well, Libby, why don't you go to the salon and get it changed? Because I couldn't. I could not even touch my hair at all because it was so damaged. They were like, no, we're literally not taking you blonde. Your hair is disgustingly damaged. And I was like, well, I'm just going to live it up with the damn gray hair. And I think I really did live it up with the gray hair. For me, guys, if you haven't realized, hair plays a really big part in my life. It just does. It really shapes how I feel about myself a lot. I don't know why it does, but it does. Like certain hair colors, if I don't like it, I don't feel like myself. So that leads me into the brown hair. I used to talk to my hairstylist and she used to be like, there is no way I'm ever taking you brown. Like, you look so good blonde. I'm never dyeing your hair brown. And I was like, girl, please never dye it brown. I always want to stay blonde. I love that. But then I had a really low point in my life. And I decided to dye my hair brown. You guys, I thought it was going to be a great idea. And it was for two days. My hairdresser, who I have now, who is amazing, and I love her. She's not the one that was like, I'll never dye your hair brown. But she was like, if you really want to go brown, like, we'll go brown. And I was like, yeah, let's go brown. Let's just do it. I want to go brown. Dyed it brown. She did an amazing job. It looked cute for about two seconds, though, for me. I missed being blonde immediately. I feel like once you're blonde and then you go brown, it's a really hard transition to look at yourself in the mirror, especially when I was, like, a platinum white blonde, then going brown. I was like, what the fuck? I don't even feel like myself. I genuinely hate this goddamn hair and I'm fucking miserable. And I know I just cursed a bunch, but I was truly miserable. I hated it. I hated every single moment of being brown. And I think it was just because of what I was dealing with in my life. So the brown, it really did look amazing on me. It just didn't feel like me. I was like, I'm too much of a bold bitch to have brown hair. Like brown hair is not my thing. I feel like it's very subtle and like cute. And I'm like, no, I want to like make a fucking statement when I walk in the damn room. Like, hell no, Brown was just not for me. In that point of my life, I had really toxic friends. And it was like a very, very hard time in my life. I had one friend that I was really close to who I look back now and I was like, ooh, that was really, really toxic and it wasn't healthy for me whatsoever. At the same time, I met a guy who was even more toxic for me, guys. So my brown hair equals the toxic phase of my life, basically, is what I come back to and I look at. The beginning of my brown hair, I will say. The beginning of my brown hair was the most toxic I had felt in a really long time. But I do have some positives because not everything is negative. I had finally got over that heartbreak that I felt in September. And this was around January, December, January when I dyed my hair brown. And then I got my feelings hurt again. Can you believe it? I got my feelings hurt again. I got involved with a fuck boy who 
I thought was a good guy and he wasn't we're gonna call him cameraman and cameraman just told me every single thing I wanted to hear to try and get in my pants and you know what it was my fault for believing it but at the same time it was one of those situations in my life where I was just truly really insecure and I completely settled this is gonna sound really shitty but you know when you give the guy a chance that you normally would never give a chance and you're like well maybe he'll be nice to me because I really never give these kind of guys a chance and I keep getting fucked over so maybe I'll give the guy that I never get a chance a chance so that's what I did with cameraman and he completely fucked me over he's not a bad guy it's just like he's not a great guy you know what I mean it's one of those situations where I was like I really actually could have dealt without this like I didn't need this in my life whatsoever yes I had brown hair and then it got even worse okay had that brown hair and then I needed a haircut one day and my mom was like go to the lady who cuts my hair she will cut your hair beautifully so of course I went I was like okay perfect at the end of the haircut to style it she teased the hair so if that's not telling you a lot about what was happening, I feel like that should be a clear sign right there that why the fuck is she teasing my hair? We don't, it, this is not the 90s. We don't tease hair anymore. And um, she had cut all my hair off and gave me the worst layers of my entire life. So I was really fucking struggling at that point in my life. I had just got fucked over. I had brown hair and I was miserable with my brown hair. And then I got a haircut that made it even worse. But on the bright side of things, I did have my show. I got another comedy show that this one I directed, produced, wrote, and starred in. And I directed, produced, and wrote it all by myself. And I'm really proud of this show. So I was having really great things happen to me. But at the same time, I was having things like that happened to me. I just fucking hated the way I looked. And you're like, you're so superficial. No, I'm not superficial, guys, but my hair plays a really big part in how I feel about myself. I don't know. It just does. And to like constantly go from like gray hair to brown hair, then brown hair with a bad haircut. I was like, what the fuck is next? Like, what is next? Are you going to dye my hair green on accident? I truly was really going through it. So the end of the brown hair... I cut out all the toxic friends I had in my life, which was really good. I reconciled some friendships that definitely needed to be reconciled. I realized unhealthy habits that I was doing in my life, and I realized I needed a big change. So I decided to make that big change. As well as I launched Midday Matcha, which you guys are listening to right now. So the brown hair wasn't all that bad times in my life. But this podcast has truly made me so happy and talking to you guys every day has made me even happier. I had the plan to go back blonde and I had to wait because my hair was so damaged. The iconic blonde bob and bangs that I have now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God. I have never felt more like the bad bitch that I am than I do in this hair. This hair really makes me feel like the best version of me. I have never felt more like me than I do with this blonde hair. I just truly fucking love myself. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm the best me when I'm blonde is what I've just came to the conclusion of. So I will never be dyeing my hair brown again and I will never be letting whack ass motherfuckers touch my hair besides my two trusted hair ladies. What inspired this hair was like, okay, I knew I wanted to go back blonde. I knew I had to keep it at a bob because I had to 
cut off all the damaged ends of my hair. And the bangs just came into play because I was like, you know what? I want to do something bold. I want to do something different. Let's do the bangs. So this is the best my hair has ever felt. This hair just makes me feel like the best version of me. Every single thing about it, I just feel truly unstoppable. It's like, I don't know. It's so weird to sit here and be like, no, my hair makes me feel amazing, but it does. I feel like if you dye your hair a lot, you're like, well, this hair just makes me feel better. And that's how I feel with this hair. This hair makes me feel so good. And it's almost kind of scary because it's like, I don't think I even want to change it. And I usually change my hair all the time, but I love it so much. So I really don't think I want to. But the one thing I will say is I had to do a double bleach and I had to tone the shit out of this hair. So it has been feeling a little bit damaged. So now I'm going to go into telling you guys of how I take care of my hair and how I make it like stay healthy so I can still continue to bleach the shit out of my hair with it still looking this good. So I use Masami hair products. I really love them. They're all natural. It feels so good on my hair. And... I really recommend using them. My hair always feels really smooth. It always feels really shiny after I use them. I highly recommend going to check them out. It's really good. It's done really great things for my hair, as well as it's all natural. So I mean, no harsh chemicals on my hair, which I really love because my hairstylist always tell me to stay away from sulfate shampoos. And I'm like, okay, I don't really know what that is. But Masami has really helped my hair, I will say. It makes it feel soft and smooth. I used to use It's a 10 a lot. And everybody raves about It's a 10. But I don't love them that much. I used to use them. But I use their silk leave-in conditioner. And I use their silk conditioner and I thought it would make my hair feeling silky and smooth but it really didn't. I will say Masami left my hair feeling a lot better than it's attended. Fun fact guys you can actually use code MATCHA all caps for 20% off of your order at Masami. I really recommend you guys go check them out and with the code MATCHA you guys save some money so you're welcome. Oh my god you're welcome. I also only wash my hair three times a week, so get used to buns, lady, if you have greasy hair like me. I wear my hair in a bun, so it doesn't look super greasy, but I don't like to wash my hair that much. One, I don't want it to damage the color, and two, apparently it's just like not great to wash your hair that much, as well as hair masks, okay? I love to sleep with some argan oil and coconut oil in my hair. It's really important to me now to take care of my hair. Also, what you eat really affects your hair. So I know when I was dealing with the gray hair and when I was dealing with the brown hair with the bad haircut that I was dying for it to grow and it wasn't growing. And that's because I, I wasn't feeding my body the nutrients it needed at that time. So now when I eat way better things and really focus on eating healthy and just eating a lot of great foods for my body, it's shown in muscle but also in my hair too so even my hairstylist was like yeah my hair grew because I decided to eat more like I decided to eat healthier and a lot more so I realized nutrients that you give your body are not only good just for your body they're actually really good for your hair as well and it's really really fucking helped my hair so I highly recommend eating more and finding really good products for your hair you guys that is the episode of my hair journey. It's really been interesting. It's really been a long year of rough, rough, rough hair. I hope you guys liked my hair journey story as well as the products I recommend for you guys. I hope you go and get because I really love them and I recommend you eat more if you feel like your hair isn't growing and you just take care of your body in every single type of way. 
Okay, this is the part of the episode where we get into the midday matcha must-haves. Preparing for fall is a midday matcha must-have. Fall is hands down my favorite season ever, so I am just preparing for fall currently. I'm so excited. Every time outside the temperature hits like below 70, I get so fucking excited because I just love fall and fall weather. I know I sound like the most basic bitch right now, but it's just really my thing. I fuck with fall a lot. So I'm mentally preparing myself for the amount of happiness that I will be feeling in the fall, okay? As well as I'm getting all my fall soaps. I'm getting all my fall candles. I'm getting everything I need to make this fall the best fall of my life. I sound actually psychotic. But you know what? Fall is just my season. I feel like everybody has a season that makes them happy and fall is mine, okay? Oh, my protein powder that I use is Vega One Protein and it's vegan. I'm not vegan, but it's vegan and it's really, really good. I have seen the most improvements in my body using this protein powder. And if you're not drinking protein powder and you work out, what are you doing? You really should be drinking protein powder. It helps with my muscle gain and repair. I love protein powder as well as it's such an easy meal. Like I can just throw that one scoop of protein, almond milk, frozen strawberries, and a banana into a blender, and it's my breakfast, and it fills me up, and it is so good. It also helps so much with my muscle gain because I'm trying to gain more muscle and muscle definition, so I need to be eating a bunch more protein, and I feel like it can get really overwhelming sometimes with the amount of protein that I was supposed to be eating, so having these shakes once or twice a day is like, okay, I feel good about them and I actually enjoy the protein butter because a bunch of protein actually can taste like shit a lot of the time and this one I really don't feel like it does. I really recommend it and I've been going through different proteins trying them out and this one has so far been my favorite. So another midday mantra must have is to definitely drink a lot of water. I don't understand why you wouldn't be drinking a lot of water. The things it does for your hair, your skin, and your nails. Are you fucking kidding me? It does such great things for the hair and the body. Like why would you not? When I was in competitive cheerleading, I had to follow a strict diet as well as one of my coaches was like, you need to be drinking a gallon of water a day because you guys work out so much, you need to drink a gallon of water a day. And there was a contest she held and whoever drank a gallon of water a day like got some sort of prize or something. So ever since that challenge, I've been drinking a gallon of water a day since then because my body's just so used to drinking that much water. And I can see the difference in my skin and how I feel if I'm not drinking that much water. I know that sounds literally dramatic and everyone's like, drink your water, drink your water. But that's why they mean drink your water because it really does really great things for you. And I personally just want all of you to strive and be the baddest bitches you could ever be. So fucking drink your water and don't put sugary substances in it either. Just drink normal fucking water like an adult and drink it. Put some lemon in it. Put some lime if you want flavor. My last midday matcha must have is to be nice to people, okay? Not men, just other people besides men. I'm kidding. Be nice to the men too if you need to be. But just like be a nicer human being. I feel like we don't really realize what we put out into the world comes back to us. So you really should be acting like the best version of yourself at all times. I just read a quote that was like, be the energy you want to attract. And like, fuck yes, this is the quote that I've been missing my entire life because it's actually so true. Be the energy that you want to attract. So you might think I'm insane, but for like 20 days, be nice and 
genuinely feel like the energy you want to attract and you will attract good fucking things to you. I can promise you that. This has been another episode of Midday Macho with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm glad I got to take you guys along with me, my hair journey. And I was really happy to open it up to you guys about stuff where I know on Instagram when someone takes a picture, all of our lives look perfect. Everybody looks happy, but that's not always how it is all the time. I really love to just open up to you guys. I hope it can help you in any sort of way. I have been loving to hear your guys' feedback. If you want to give me any sort of feedback or want to get in contact with me, you can email me at middaymatcha, two A's at the end of matcha, at gmail.com, as well as you can follow me on Instagram at Livy Maeve. That's M-A-E-V-E as in Maeve. You can also follow midday underscore matcha on Instagram. I post bad bitch quotes daily. You will never not feel like the baddest bitch alive. I can promise you that. Catch up on my other episodes, guys. Last week's episode was a story time episode, and I get into criminal activity, how my ex almost got me murdered, and the best sex of my life. So go listen to that episode as well, you guys. This has been another episode, and I love every single one of you. This podcast makes me truly so fucking happy, and interacting with you guys makes me even more happy. So don't ever be afraid to reach out. Also, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, leave it five stars and a review, please. And if you send me a screenshot, I'll give you a kiss. I swear. Oh, my God. Ew, I would. Okay, I will give you a kiss. So leave a review and leave five stars. Okay. I love every single one of you, but you already fucking knew that. I want all of you to go out there and feel like the bad bitches you are. Go get some Masami hair products. They will change your fucking life and your hair's life. You can actually use code MATCHA, all caps, for 20% off of your order at Masami. And go find that hair color that makes you feel like the baddest bitch alive. All right, I love you guys. Have an amazing fucking weekend. And go be the baddest bitches alive. Girl or guy, you're still a bad bitch. Don't ever forget that. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. Until next Friday, you whores. Bye.